Hey, I'm Lori. And I'm Kyle. And welcome to The Worst Podcast Ever Made, where we don't plan anything and routinely go off the rails. Be sure to subscribe to The Worst Podcast Ever Made whenever, wherever you get your podcast from. See, we couldn't even make it through the intro, which is perfect. We're just going to leave that in there. Now, welcome to this week's absolutely terrible, god-awful episode. Welcome back, you guys. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. Today, we're going to talk about filling our cups, because that means something different for everybody I'm finding. So, hey, Kyle. Lori, how are you? Our second shit episode. Here we go. Let's do it. I got my wall, so if it gets really bad, I can just, like, calm myself down. It's fine. It's going to be great. I love it. As as since we're we had some technical difficulties and we're not recording video today, we're just going to be releasing this in audio. I can promise you guys, uh, we are going to start releasing stuff in in video, so you can see screenshots, you can see screen shares. If we see anything cool that we want to show you guys, um, but unfortunately, there's still a little bit of a learning curve for me in eCam. Um, I've got a big fancy camera set up, records 4K, all that other fancy stuff. Uh, but today, I had a little bit of trouble with the audio delay. So I got to figure that out. But anyway, Lori's right. Uh, this is going to be a pretty cool episode. And I think it's going to be pretty much universal for a lot of people about filling up your cup. So Lori, why don't you tell our lovely crappy listeners what it's all about? So filling up your cup, which of course I posted on Facebook and I got all of the, the smart aleck answers of, you know, cups of coffee and whatever, but I mean, something different for everybody as far as like just having something you can't pour from an empty cup, right? So having something that energizes and recharges you recharges and re-energizes whatever. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I was going to say edit that out, but no, don't. Cause that would, we, we, we can't edit, have perfection here. No. Um, so, you know, I, I kind of, I just wanted to talk about what are some of the options because there were some, some things on when I posted on Facebook, just asking people, you know, what it means to them. There were some interesting things on there. And for me, I literally, it is crazy weird, but I have my little podcast room and nobody else can see this, but Kyle can, my little happy light. I come in here and literally just chill with my fuzzy wall for however long I need. And then I can go back out and not smack anybody. It's, you know, filling up your cup. It's one of those things. And of course you got smart ass answers because that's just what happens. Um, But it's it's such a necessity and and this is this isn't even if you're an entrepreneur it's for literally everybody especially if you're a parent right whether you're a single parent whether you're married whether you're stay at home whether you're work from home whether you're working outside of the home um filling up your cup is is so insanely necessary and if you don't want to say filling up your cup say self care taking care of yourself whatever whatever you want to say um and the cool part about it is it really looks different for everybody, completely different for everybody. How I fill up my cup is obviously not going to be how Lori fills up her cup. How Lori fills up her cup isn't going to be how Tiffany fills up hers or my son Jack fills up his. It's, And I think that's the most unique thing about it. So, Lori, why don't you talk about what happens if you don't fill up your cup? You snap. I mean, I think most of us have been there whether we realize that's why or not. And again, there again, snapping means something different to everybody. But for me, it's losing it 
over something just minimal and stupid. It's never the big stuff that pushes me over the edge where I don't fill my own cup. It's always something like I love my husband with all my heart and soul, have for 17 years. But when I am just at my limit and need my cup filled and he chews, I want to stab him with a sharp spoon. <laughs> it's just, which is like, it's super minimal, right? Like, it's just one of those little things, but it's because everything builds up and I haven't taken that time. Um, yeah. And the, I mean, the, the, like the limit or snap is different for all of us, I think, but that's what it is for me. It's, I, you know, when I start like being obnoxious. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of different ways that people snap. I mean, I, th I think that's the best way to put it, right? People snapping, right? You just you can't take anymore. You snip at somebody or you just totally lose your shit. Um, you know, from a, a parenting standpoint, if you don't fill up your cup, it's going to affect how you parent and the relationship you have with your kids. Laurie's filling up her cup right now with, with core water. So literally, yeah, she's good. She's, she's always prepared. That's the cool thing. She's always prepared for the unpreparable podcast. I like that. We'll have to keep using that. The unpreparable podcast. Um, so, I mean, what are, what are some of the unique ways that, that people said they fill up their cup or, or so, practice self-care? Yeah. Um, somebody said a float tank. I live somewhere where we don't have those. I would have to drive like two a hours. What? Float tank. I think it's oh. like a, a sensory deprivation thing. Who the hell said that? Uh, Paul I don't Mill. know. Huh? Chris, Kristen, Kristen. I can't pronounce her last name. I'm going to have to look now. Oh, yeah, I'm looking too. All right. You, you look, I'll, I'll gabber on like an idiot. Um, first off float tanks. I've heard a lot about them. I always thought they were really cool. I'd be afraid of falling asleep, but I don't know the first thing about float tanks. I know um, it's very big. Who is I Googled float tanks near me. And the first thing that popped up was all of these like, well, I die if I fall asleep in one. I'm like, oh, that's bad. Nope. <laughs> that, that, that's how you practice self-care, right? For me, I'm like, no, I'm good. Yeah. It, it's Chris, Ker, Kristen Gerzewski. Gerze uh, I, I don't think I know her. Um, I mean, that I, I've heard of a lot of people that do that. And I think that's, I don't know how old float tanks are. I don't know how, you know, I, I'm pretty sure they're fairly recent. Um, but that's that's really some serious self-care there. Yeah, well, oh, go ahead. See, I told you guys this, this podcast sucks. It's horrible. We're talking over each other. It's awful. It's what um, we do. It's what makes us awesome. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, when you think about it, like that's like like full blown shutting the world out, right? And the cool part is, is is really that's what all self care is, right? As long as you're like completely like. I don't want to say compartmentalizing because there's obviously a negative connotation to that, but as long as you're, you're just kind of escaping, right? Like that's, that's where it's at. I know I've got many, many, many different ways that I, I, you know, practice self-care or fill up my cup, whatever we want to call it. Um, and each one is, is pretty escapist. Mm -hmm. and I think that's really interesting. What are your thoughts? Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's I one thing that I noticed with a lot of the responses, which is kind of weird, is I would say probably like 50% of the responses had something to do with some form of water, whether it be the sensory deprivation tanks or um, a, a warm bath or ice baths, which 
how that is filling your cup, I don't really know because that seems like, like I can't even do a cold shower. You always, yeah, you always have like somebody who gives something like completely out of hand. Like, like that, yeah, that is that is not pleasant. It doesn't sound like it to me. But I think I think you're absolutely right that it's kind of escaping whether whatever and it can be just a couple of minutes. Like literally, there are some times that I just need and you guys can't see it, but you will be able to soon. But I literally have a furry wall. It's like it's fake, it's not real. No Dalmatian died to make my wall. Um Pongo would and, be horrible. Oh. I don't I don't want to be Corella Deville, but it calms I'm just me glad down. You got the reference. Of course it did. I'm a Disney movie fan, but Oh, so am I. I'm a huge like that speaking of of escaping, like like cinema and movies for me is like a huge escape. Now, granted, I don't ever have the damn time to sit down and watch. Like, I tried to watch Wakanda forever in one sitting, and it's I'm on like fifth attempt at just finishing the damn film. Um, but Disney Plus is a huge, huge escape for me. I love it, absolutely love it. See, this is what I love about this podcast. Like, I just made a joke about Pongo, and we're like, let's talk about <laughs> Disney Plus. What's um, What's your favorite favorite piece of self care for yourself? Oh man, I was prepared. I thought you were gonna ask what my favorite Disney movie was. Beauty and the Beast, by the way. Um, Interesting. I so this is gonna sound really weird, and I'm gonna try and make it a little not sound as bad because my biggest self care is something that a lot of people find miserable. Um, I, I, <laughs> um, I have to be careful about what I say on here. You remember this, so um, that makes one of us. I, I know, I know. Um, for me, it's we're gonna just go with waxing, getting my eyebrows waxed, and that is like it's something I haven't been doing because I don't drive to the big cities as often anymore. And so it's, and I'm very particular about who I go to. I have super sensitive skin, so I have to get sugared, and it smells good. And it's like literally, they like wax your eyebrows with caramel. It's the weirdest thing, but it's awesome. And that's something I do for myself. Incredibly painful. And which is not anymore because I've been doing it for that is up until recently, I was on like 12 years of every three weeks that that is that was my thing. I don't get my nails done. I don't get my hair done. Well, but that for, makes me feel good at home. OK, you're probably sitting here listening to Lori say that I haven't had my eyebrows waxed in forever and thinking like I'm talking to a squirrel. Um, but I'm, I'm actually not because I'm looking at Lori's uh, eyebrows right now. As soon as she said it, I'm like, I need to verify if this is true. You know, we're all about factual evidence here at the worst podcast. But if if that's what your eyebrows look like with going a while without waxing, like they look like normal eyebrows. But it makes me feel uncomfortable. Nobody else can see it. Like, but whenever I look in the mirror in the truck, I see that. And it makes me, and I'm I'm giving my first speech this weekend, which is kind of where this whole filling the cup idea came from. And nobody in that audience is going to be able to see my like three little straggly brown hairs right there. But I know they're there. And so for me, mentally, I need to get that taken care of to feel confident. It's weird, but it's me. I'm weird. I don't, th I don't think that's weird. I think that's a pretty... A pretty normal thing for a lot of people. I mean, there there are, there are a, a lot of women that get their nails done. Have you yeah. ever had your eyebrows threaded? No, but it sounds don't. and looks painful. Don't, don't do it. No, don't ever do it. Listen, and granted, I'm a guy, so I'm a big baby. Um, I I used to take care of myself very, very, very well, especially when I was out in the Navy. I was living out in San Diego. I was tan. I was 
fit. I was lifting. I was, I just, I really took care of my body. Now I'm a fat, lazy slob. Uh, but you know, things change. Um, but when I was out there, we probably I got to get video because you're not a fat, lazy slob. They're, they're going to have these visuals that they, everybody's going to think I'm a squirrel and you're like 700 pounds. I know I, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. The fat squirrel podcast. That should be, that should be what we rename it. No longer the worst podcast ever made folks. We are now the fat squirrel podcast. Um, which is interesting because a, a buddy of mine runs, I think it's called the lazy squirrel, the drunken squirrel, um, something squirrel podcast. I can't remember the name of it. That's thanks. It's a good podcast too. Um, but anyway, uh, so for some reason, I don't know why, but I saw that they were doing eyebrow threading at the, the, um, the mall down in San Diego on, I wish I can remember the name of the mall. Uh, if you're in San Diego, you know exactly the mall I'm talking about. It's the one in the city. And I was like, all right, let's do it. How, how bad can it be? Right. I made it through boot camp. I've been through all this shit in my life that almost killed me. That shitty killed me. There's no way. I was like, this is going to be a breeze and I'm going to look great. Right. That, that little woman, the, one of the nicest, sweetest Indian ladies I've ever met of all time, like such a sweet woman. And she even asked, she's like, are you sure you want to do this? And I was like, Oh, now I have to, right? Like, like, what are you talking about, lady? Challenge. She, she did the first thread of my eyebrow and I about laid her out. It, it was like <laughs> a gut reaction. I thought she was trying to kill me through my eyebrows. It was absolutely like, like you laugh. I'm not kidding you, Lori. I've, I'm, I've got seven or eight tattoos. I've, I've got tattoos on my ribs down to my hips, which are the most, I mean, man, I, Tattoos can be painful. Some tattoos don't hurt that much. Others, when they get down to bone and that needle's banging against your bone because that's where the skin is, it is brutal, brutal. I would have taken a thousand of them just if it meant that woman would have stopped doing what she was doing to me. It it hurt so bad. I was bawling. Like literally, I had tears streaming out of my face. I was clutching the the, the arms, the arms of the chair. And this woman thought it was the funniest thing she's ever seen. Uh, you're probably on like um, secret video or something. You're probably oh on like- Oh my gosh. It's, I, I'm, I've probably gone viral, right? Like I think of like Steve Carell and the 40-year-old virgin when he gets his, <laughs> his chest waxed. That's that's how I felt. I mean, oh, it was so painful. Like uh, ju just thinking about it now makes me want to cry. <laughs> it's, Don't do it's that. Awful. More more power to any of you out there, male or female, who gets your eyebrows threaded because I, you're a better person than I. I can't. There's no way. Um, I don't even understand exactly what it is. I just it it's looks like dental floss, and they twist it and rip your face off. That's about why. What is why you can do it with caramel? Why wouldn't you just use the caramel? It's a so much more pleasant. Apparently, it's like more precise. I I I, I don't know. If, if there's one thing I am not, it is a cosmetologist. We can all agree on that. Um, but Lori, I think, I think that brings up a really interesting thought process too, because I was thinking about like that and like your self-care is something that some people would consider painful. Do you think, and this is like thinking back to like the ice baths, the cold showers, you know, yeah, there's that, that tough machismo. I'm doing all this. I'm sitting in 10 degree water. I mean, obviously that's impossible because that would be ice, but, um, do you think there's a correlation between some people's pain and their self-care? 
Absolutely. There, if you think about it, and it's funny that our brains go the same way because you're talking about tattoos and there are a lot of people that that is their self-care is that they go get a new tattoo. And it's I have a very similar story. Yeah. Well, I have a very similar story to your threading. I, my sister and I went and got tattoos and I got mine on the top of my foot, which I do not recommend if you're a big weenie. And my sister got hers on the back of her foot, which there's less bone because it was kind of on the like almost to her heel. And I'm like, the, we're getting them at the same time. And I'm telling the guy, I'm like, I need, I'm breathing hard. And I'm like having a, almost a panic attack. And I'm like, I need you to stop. It hurts so bad. It hurts so bad. We're going to have to stop. And he's like, honey, we're almost done. We're almost done. And like, for like 45 minutes, this man's telling me we're almost done. We're almost done. And we finish. And I'm like, I take a really deep breath. It was seven minutes start to finish. I would have bet my life that it was like three hours of oh, torture. Oh, for oh. me, that is not the pain that I need for self-care. Um, <laughs> my self-care does involve pain, but that is not it. But so that is really weird. I, I've got one on my arm, one on my chest. I've got Boomhauer from King of the Hill on my, on the outside of my left leg. Uh, just, I love King of the Hill and I'm a complete, you know, hilarious asshole when it comes to stupid stuff like that. Uh, in fact, my most viewed story on Facebook was me with a picture of my Boomhauer tattoo on the, on the outside of my, my fat thigh. Is that the one <laughs> just like a couple of days ago, right? Uh, yeah. Well, it wasn't long ago. It had like, like 200 and some views or something. And I was like, which I know in, in the grand scheme of things, like nothing on Facebook. Um, but, but um, I just, I found that very funny, but then I've got the, I've got the painful ones and that's where yeah. both, both sides from all, like top of my armpit down to my hip on both sides. Uh, one of those, I just woke up with, I was, I was in Cal. I was, we were stationed in San Diego. We went up to Canada. I woke up. I had this new tattoo that was come from pit to hip. Uh, and then, yeah, yeah, fine. I, I wake up. No, no. No lie, I, I censored myself for the first time today, um, <laughs> and I was like, I mean, it was a it was a hard night of drinking. I'll, I'll put it that way. It was a rough night of drinking, and I, I get out of my rack and I look and I've got that that normal like garbage bag bandage keeping everything clean, you know. And I was like, what? Uh oh, right? Uh, I woke that would up. be terrifying. I, I was hurting. I was I was sore, and. <laughs> I think everybody was waiting for me to get out of my rack because like a couple of people saw me in the shop and knew that I was pretty tanked and, and I wake up, like I said, I, I was in pain and I, I walk out and my buddies are like, Oh, you look like you don't remember that. And I was like, I, I don't remember it at all. I'm thinking, Oh my God, what is it? Like I can, I can only imagine the stupid thing that my drunken idiot self got tattooed on me. Uh, so I pulled the bandage off and it was actually, it's actually a really cool piece. Um, I love it. It's one of my favorite tattoos. So I got really, really, really lucky, but yeah, like now that we went down that rabbit hole, um, you know, that th there is something to be said. And I think it's a certain personality. I don't want to say, you know, it makes you a masochist or something. If you're looking for that freedom through pain. Um, but there, there is something therapeutic about that. I guess maybe it's the struggle, right? Well, because when you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to say the people. There are a lot of people working out or walking in the woods, and I mean, for some people, 
working out like for me working out like even mildly is painful but for some people they like push really hard and cause themselves a lot of pain so even I hadn't even like pieced all that together but a lot of what people consider self-care is painful now you also have the people that you know just soaking in a warm tub and you know whatever other calming things like that but I, I wonder if uh, I think a lot of it has, I mean, again, that's definitely personality type stuff, but I'm, I'm wondering if it's, it's more of the struggle that's therapeutic than the pain, right? It's like, it's like overcoming that, that struggle, that, that, that uncomfortability that helps people reset and be like, okay, I'm ready to go. I got this. I look what I did. I can do anything. Uh, and then there's other times where I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to sit my ass down in the chair. I'm going to play a video game and then that's it. So it's, you know, there's, there's really no wrong way to, to practice self-care or anything like that. It's, it's a good thing. I mean, again, we all need it, especially as entrepreneurs, especially as parents, especially as humans. But now I got to ask, <laughs> oh, you already said your favorite Disney movie was Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Did you, uh, did you like the remake, the live, the live action version? I did. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. Did you see For me, it's the music? It's like, I mean, the music and then the dress. The yellow dress is my favorite. The best film ever made, Moulin Rouge. Um, I it's so funny. After the last time you said that, I don't even remember which podcast we were recording on, but literally like the next day or two days later, Taya came in with her um snow coming dance ticket and it was Moulin Rouge. I'm like, that's a really weird see. Even the universe me, but... hears me. Uh, uh, Lori, all I have to do is speak. <laughs> and the universe is like oh. We got to make and it, it And it controls high school dances it, themes. It does. You just miles away. really, really creepy, but it does. <laughs> it does. Um, oh, man. Did you did you see the one Hulu did? The what? Or, I'm sorry, not Hulu, but ABC. ABC did like a, a Broadway version or a, a theatrical play version with like Steve Martin. And it was actually Wait, really. For real? Okay, I'm writing yeah. that down. I need. Yeah. Oh, no. Let me see if I can yeah. find it. You you yap away since I just like pontificated for a little bit and I will. Well, I'm writing this down. Um, I'll do you one better. All right. Well, well, you're like, look up the awesome Beauty and the Beast. So, and that can be like you were talking about, you know, parents, and we have to keep in mind. I think as parents, our kids need self care. It's ironic that after we kind of decided the topic of this, I was in town running some errands and I got a text from Taya, who's my 15 year old, she'll be 16 next month, and she was just having a stressful day. She just, I'm pretty sure her text was, I'm going to lose it on somebody. Can I come home? And I went and picked her up and she was walking to the truck in tears. Teenagers are just, I mean, being a teenager is hard. They need self-care as much as we do. And that, right? Like, do you remember being a teenager? It was awful. <laughs> it Listen, I, I mean, you know, tell you what, I think you said 15. Yeah, she'll be 16 in a month. Yeah, so Faith is 17, right? So they're not too far apart in age. I mean, I mean, watching what, what teens go through i mean i don't i don't know maybe i feel like every generation like looks back at the teenage generation which the fact that i'm even referring to a teenage generation makes me feel old um i feel like they they kind of look back and they're like man like teenagers are mean to each other like really mean like i hear some of the stuff that goes on in faith school and i'm like holy crap yeah you guys are nasty to each other but then I think back, I'm like, I bet people would think some of the stuff we did as teenagers was pretty rough and nasty. I know my parents did. 
it's just different because right? it evolves and you know now they have i mean i don't you're younger than i am but we didn't, yeah, have, we didn't the, have we didn't have cyberbullying the closest thing we had to that whenever i was in high school was hotornot.com where you put oh, did, you, oh, did man, you guys have that? Not. Hot or not. that it became facebook <laughs> pretty much yeah it, it was, did. It did. That's 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 the story. Hot or not, Facebook started as basically a hot or not for uh, either Harvard yeah. or Yale, and then uh, the old oh, Zuck. Oh yeah, like, the Social Network movies. Yeah, that, movies. that's a hey, that's a good movie. It that's is a good movie. I yeah. Um. But but yeah, you know it's it, it's so interesting that like I, that's why I love this podcast, Lori, because we're we we started talking about cup filling and taking care of yourself. We're like, God, teenagers are mean. Well, I mean, they need their cup filled too, right? So what I did is I didn't even question it. I went and picked her up early. She's a straight A student. I'm not worried about it. Yeah. And so I picked her up. We went to the local little, there's a, a little local coffee shop that has a, like a really cool boutique attached to it. And we went and got a hot chocolate and came home. And now she's out riding a horse. That's what she needs for her self-care. And sure. I, I think it's important that we don't limit that to you know adults needing it little kids need it i mean brinley's sick right now she probably needs some sort of i mean you'll figure it out you know as she yeah tells you what she needs but they need it too i think a lot of times we as adults and i've been guilty of it actually listened to a facebook live that i recorded a year ago and i talked about it then was i'm guilty of or have been guilty of telling her you know taya just assuming that she's fine because she's a kid. Well, she's not. Her life is probably harder than mine is right now because that's, she has all of the new stuff. That's so important. I think that, that really is a testament to your parenting. Um, you know, even as adults, it's it's hard for us to remember that other people struggle too, especially mm -hmm. if we're going through our own struggles. It's it's very hard to sit here and be like, oh shit, you know, this person's probably really really hurting. They're they're for them, it's extremely hard. And, it, you know, that's stuff that I have to remember with Faith, too, and, and Jack and Brinley and Elizabeth. Um, you know, so that's that's a really good, really good point. Man, I mean, even like with them. newborns, with newborns, they need the skin on skin time, but they also need the, you know, solo yeah. time, not being touched and all of those things. So self-care or filling your cup or whatever it is that, you know, you decide to call it we have it our entire lives we're always going to have it i hopefully the older we get we get more in tune with what that means to us we'll figure it out like the day before we croak right you know and be like yeah. all right we finally got it we figured this whole thing out done yeah i mean a lot of people on that post said um vacation was a big thing and i love to travel that's big for me but when i come back from vacation i need self-care because it wears me out Well, not even from that aspect. Like, like I, I don't want people thinking that self-care has to be some big, grandiose, you know, oh, I've got to go on vacation. No, take five minutes, meditate, go outside, take a walk, listen to your favorite music, read books, do do anything. Like, you really can do anything you want when it comes to self-care. But so just do it. Like, like take care of yourself. I, I When I have private clients, um. And if they're like one of my really like hardcore private coaching clients, like I, I make self-care mandatory. You have to, 
mm-hmm. especially in the entrepreneurial space in the first three to five years when you're busting your butt left and right and it's brutal out there you have to because like i said nobody nobody goes into entrepreneurship because they think they're going to work a nine to five right hell no we're working five to four thirty the next morning that's just how it is right? It, it, that's what we do. That's how we're built and how we're wired. So taking self-care, taking time to actually fill your cup, it can be hard, especially as you're building a brand, but it's so important. Like you have to take care of yourself. And, and I, I'm, I'm guilty of it too. Sometimes I'll push myself too far. I'll stretch myself too thin and then I'm ready to burn out. I mean, I don't know about you or anybody listening, but for me, something that it took a long time for me to realize is I would pour into other people thinking that was my self-care because it makes me feel good, right? To do things for people. Ooh, and I I would pour too deep into other people because I'm like, oh, this is for me because it makes me feel good. I loved, before my situation changed <laughs> financially, I loved taking people shopping. Like I loved, you know, going in, buying a friend that was having a hard time, a new dress or one of Taya's friends, you know, taking them out for back to school supplies. And in my head at the time, that was me that was my filling my cup, which it did. But at the same time, it was also poured out at the same time. What's What's really interesting, you reminded me of, um, and I, I think it, you and I may have talked about it, whether it was on your podcast or the previous episode of the worst podcast ever made. Follow us everywhere that we are at, by the way. Please like, subscribe, uh, whatever else good podcast hosts are supposed to say about getting followers and listeners. But we're not good podcast hosts. We suck. So share it on social media. Yeah, there we go. Do your thing. Tell everybody that if they want to hear two guy, two guys, I apologize, Lori. Uh, (laughs) I love it. After we bonded over our eyebrow maintenance, you're just just one of the guys. Okay. You're one of the guys. You just need to get sugar. Get them sugared now. It's so much more pleasant. There's so much, there's so much stuff. I, I, when I go to my hairdresser or hairstylist or barber, I don't know, whatever term they're called now. Um, I've been going to Angie for um, so many years, like before Elizabeth and I got married and we're coming up on our eighth anniversary. Uh, and it, listen, if you're in the central Pennsylvania area and you need a good haircut, I'm just going to tell you, I'm, I, I will plug them without their permission. Go see Angie and Rick at Warwick Barbershop. They're fantastic. It's just amazing. Walk-ins only, no appointments, cash only awesome they've given jack his haircuts they've angie's cut my hair for many 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 years uh and every time she's like oh you want me to do your eyebrows like, yeah i'd love for you to do my eyebrows angie thank you right thinking and i got a haircut like once every four to six weeks um and i'm thinking like how bad can my eyebrows get in four to six weeks and every time she puts the comb in and she runs the the trimmer over and it, it sounds like a weed whacker right <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, like, am I walking around looking like Lori with the squirrel on her face here? <laughs> um, but yeah, like she puts code, all you hear is this, and I can feel the hair just like falling down my face. I was like, my God, what is going on here? Um, but yes, if you're in central Pennsylvania, Warwick Barbershop, you have to go see Angie and Rick. It's, they, trust me, it's just, there, there's a reason I go to them over anybody else um that's your self that's some of your self-care regimen is you oh have it absolutely to- is and, and that's know what's the thing that i like one of the things i like the most about going there Lori, is it's in one of the most 
most dead zone cell phone areas in the in the county. Like I don't know anywhere else where I can't get any signal and do anything on my phone except inside of Warwick Barbershop, which actually works so well because I I, I don't know. It's it's just it's just the atmosphere. It, it's perfect. Forces you to unplug a little bit too. So it does. It absolutely does. And you know, there's there's more self-care. Unplugging, do it, go in one social media breaks. But anyway, we went down another flipping rabbit hole because I was gonna say about what Mike Claudio told me on my podcast. Um so for anybody that doesn't know, Mike Claudio owns Winrate Consulting, a champion circle. Mike is just a, a rock solid guy, and his team of coaches is bar none. Bar none. Um but we were talking about a little bit about self-care. Um, and he said, you know, one of the most important lessons I had to learn is that givers only have so much to give, but takers through no fault of their own have no limit to what they'll take. And again, that's not saying they're wrong. That's just how they're wired, right? We all, we all, that's, that's just how it is. But as a giver, like you said, your self-care, it, it was making you feel good to give into other people, but you could only give so much. Right. You, you couldn't take the entire world shopping. You know what I mean? It, it's it's one of those things. So making sure that you're taking care of yourself, that you have the energy, you have the passion, the motivation, the fire to go and do it. That's what it's all about. Yeah. It's, your, it's your turn to rant or change the subject. I, you. Well, yeah, I'm trying not to change the subject because I was going down that rabbit hole, too. I'm like, oh, let me not. But, you know, we talked about like snapping looks different. For me, I, because I had that mentality, and we've talked about this before, I think, I don't know which episode or which show it even was, but um, we have too many podcasts. That's a good thing. <laughs> um, well, all two of them. Yeah. Well, I guess three if we count yours and mine. Yeah. But one of the things that I did is it made me feel good to be needed. And I felt like that was self-care. So I created everybody around me, this environment, my child, my husband, my family, my friends, my coworkers, I created this environment of everybody depending on me. And it's like my coworkers couldn't, my team couldn't even use Google because they were so used to, oh, Lori, I'll do it. I enabled them. I, I have clients literally right now I'm getting messages coming in and nothing against it. I do not mind, mind filing claims, but rather than file their own claim, they send the, you know, send it all to me for me to do, which is fine. But I hit a point where it was, oh my God, why are you people so needy? Like, this is ridiculous. And then a combination of calls with Wiley MacArthur and Doug Mitchell made me realize, it, it was super weird because it was like back-to-back -back calls. That combination made me realize, oh my God, I created this situation thinking that it made me feel good, which it did, but there was only so much of that I can do. And then it was like, oh my God, I felt like everybody was just like grabbing at me all the time for Wiley. everything. Oh man, I love Wiley. Wiley's the bomb. Wiley is a huge part of my entire like life change. He, yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. Wiley's, Wiley's just one of the most genuinely kind-hearted people. I know, I'm going to, uh, Wiley, oh, is this going to air before Saturday morning? Because I'm going to ask Wiley to get up super early and get on a call with me before I speak. <laughs> so let's, let's um, give him. I mean, honestly, it should, we should air it this week so we can. Uh, yeah, this week. Also, just so you know, for anybody out there listening in podcast world, uh, you really should never date your podcast as you speak. 
because you don't know when you're going to release episodes. You very rarely know in what order. And Lori and I are very clearly sitting here telling you we're scrambling to get this done and get one out so you can have an episode every week. Uh, so that is what we, uh, that's what we're doing. We're dating episodes now, but yeah, uh, hopefully, hopefully we can get it out before before next Saturday. I was totally, I was totally kidding, but I am, I, I do want him to, uh, and you know, the, the neuro-linguistic programming, the NLP, for me, that's self-care. That is like my anchors that Wiley has taught me are, um, I consider that filling my cup, which is why I'm like, Ooh, it'd be really cool to talk to him before doing something big. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, I'll tell you what, I, I think that's probably a good place to Good place to end this week's episode. I think we had some fun. We did some good things. We went down some rabbit holes. So, uh, guys, we're going to, instead of talking year off for another half hour, we're going to try to keep these, I think, to a half, anywhere between a half hour and an hour. I know an hour is kind of a lot to listen to a podcast for, so hopefully this is a little bit more palatable for you. So, anyway, on behalf of myself, and I will let Lori be the one to close us out since she opened us up. Uh Thank you guys for listening. The amount of downloads we got just on the first episode alone were overwhelming. I, I think I haven't checked it. I'll check it right now real quick just for it. So everybody can see that, you know, we're, we're rocking and rolling here better than we thought we would. Um, it's, it's really, really appreciated. And Lori, the, the beauty and the beast thing that I was talking about with ABC and Hulu is known as beauty and the beast, a 30 year celebration. And I promise you, it is, it, it is worth the watch. It's, it was on Hulu. It might even be on Disney Plus right now as I try to fill airspace as I look up what our downloads are at. Uh, still filling up airspace, still filling up airspace. And yeah, yeah. So, you know, this is our second episode and we're at 2,154 downloads. So that is crazy. You guys rock. Thank you. Yeah, thank you guys very much from the bottom of, of my heart. Lori, I will let you close us out. Awesome. All right, well, we appreciate you guys. Appreciate, there we go. Don't edit that out, I guess. But we appreciate y'all tuning in again um, to the worst podcast ever made. Please continue, like, share, follow, subscribe, whatever it is on your favorite mode of uh, listening to podcasts. So thank you guys. We will see you next week, maybe. <laughs>